0: Welcome to the Money Creators Podcast, where we talk all things business. Whether you need a bit of inspiration, business know how, or just a good, swift kick to get you going, we're here to help. For true money creators, it isn't about the money. It's about lifestyle and freedom, contribution and purpose. It's about creation and doing what you were meant to do. This is the Money Creators Podcast. Hey folks, Chris Strickland here with moneycreators.com and the Money Creators Podcast. I am so excited to be coming to you today. This is our very, very first podcast, our maiden voyage here on the Money Creators Podcast. And I have a very, very special guest for you today. His name is Nate Armstrong. He's a real estate investor. And I've had the privilege of knowing him now for gosh, eight, nine years. And uh, he is just phenomenal a phenomenal investor, but more than that, he's a phenomenal person. And so I'm excited to have him on here. Let me just briefly tell you what little bit I have to introduce him. And then I'm going to let Nate jump in here and introduce himself. Again, he's premier real estate investor, um, has invested uh, in multiple places, multiple cities, multiple states all over the country, um, using a variety of properties and a variety of strategies, which I'll let him share with you. He also is a trainer in the real estate space. So for folks that are looking to uh, begin investing themselves, or if they're looking to up their game in the real estate investment space, then Nate is a phenomenal trainer. And that's actually how I met Nate uh, many years ago. I'm thinking, and Nate can correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm thinking it was probably eight, nine years ago, I think going back to 2012, if I'm not mistaken, he and I met because we We're fortunate enough to be able to do a real estate training together. And uh, ever since then, I've kind of followed his journey a little bit from afar. Not a stalker, Nate, but (laughs) I have have followed it from afar. And um, I tell you what, every time I talk to him, I am able to, you know, just take those nuggets of wisdom, uh, whether it's about real estate or just life. And so I am very, very pleased to introduce to
1: you Nate Armstrong. Nate, welcome to the show. Chris, man, I appreciate it, and thanks for having me on. That was a heck of an intro. Thank you, sir. <laughs> well, we're very,
0: very pleased to have you, and I know that everybody that listens is going to uh, to take so much away from this. So um, before we get right into uh, listening to Nate, I just want to encourage everyone to stay tuned to the very end because uh, we're going to give you some contact information on how you can follow Nate and you know stay stay in touch with him and with us after the show. So be sure and stay to the very, very end. So with all that said, Nate, why don't you take just a few minutes and tell us a little bit about yourselves yourself.
1: Yeah, love to. So, um, and this is the maiden voyage of the show. So I have no pressure here to do. All right. (laughs) So, so I want to back up a little bit in, in the journey because I, I think it's important. This is money creators. This is exactly like it's lining up and teeing up for the folks that have that entrepreneurial journey inside how you can get there. How do you take those ideas and actually get there? And um, I want to back up a little bit my journey. I, I have had the privilege of being blessed and did a lot of real estate transactions. And just like Chris, like Chris is in the, the thousand deal club. I had a chance to, to get in that club with him. And, and that's how we kind of synced up and passed through the training venture, but it didn't start there. Like none of it started there. And it's the same thing for probably every entrepreneur listing right now. All of us start somewhere. And for me, it started in Hermantown, Minnesota, like small town, out, way outside of any big city population, right around 10,000 people. Okay, And then I got into the, the whole entrepreneurship thing and started figuring things out and started having some success and built it up. And the next thing I knew, I started going so fast. It was like a train going down the tracks. And then I found myself in trouble. Uh, literally, like one of my big projects, a development project went south on me. And because of the size that it was, it was a $6 million collective project, 6 million bucks in debt and expenses and whatnot. Because of the size of it, when a project like that starts to go south, you, like, you start having to hemorrhage money. And I had taxes, mortgage payments, insurance, utility costs, plus cost of people helping on these development projects to get them done. And, and I found myself in a position in life where I don't want anyone to actually have to go through, but I, I think it's important to point it out. I found myself downsizing from our beautiful three bedroom suburbs house to a one bedroom apartment in the city. And I remember as I went through the experience, like just reflecting on everything prior to that, I, I was going fast. Like I was working hard. I was doing what I thought was right. Like, go, 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 get up early, uh, stay up late, keep going. And I was neglecting some of the more important things in life. And that was family, God, I'm a man of faith. And I just was working nonstop. And then I found myself in the middle of this dark moment, like, what am I doing? Like, how did I even get here? I've worked so hard. How did I end up in this spot? And after some deep reflection and, and talking with my wife a lot, I really realized that I wasn't using my time right. I wasn't using my talents right. And I had to do a lot of reflection. At the same time, I was sweating about how we were going to make rent payments and how we were going to pay all the bills. But I, I had to adjust. And I changed a lot of stuff. And a lot of things became crystal clear to me. And thank God, I I won't bore you with a long story, but thank God we were able to figure out how to use uh, social media to get a whole bunch of real estate deals and and move really fast with it. And it was the first time ever in my life that we produced a six-figure month. And then we're like, wow, if this is possible, if God can bless us like this in the midst of a storm, what else is possible? And then on our journey, we just kept going and pushing and pushing. And then we got, a, a, we got another six-figure month and then broke the, six, the double six-figure month mark. And the rest is not really history, but it, it's kind of what propelled us to the spot that we're at today. So I just think it's important that every entrepreneur listening, it doesn't matter where you're at today. Even if you're in negative territory like I was when I had that project go south, the important thing is where do you want to get and what are you willing to do to get there? Okay, well... I didn't mean to derail us a little bit, but I wanted to back wow. up on that a little bit.
0: That's awesome. That's really, really good info, and and so very true. You know, the the entrepreneurial journey, boy. When you start off, you think you have a vision for it, and then you you oftentimes don't know where it's going to end up. But if you're if you're uh, excited for the journey, then it can take you in some really great places. But uh, but you definitely have to stick with it, and and um, you know, be ready. To encounter whatever, so yeah, thank you very much for that, thank you yeah. so let me let me back up maybe even a step before that, and let me ask you what what even made you because I know you come from the corporate world, so mm-hmm. what even made you want to want to go down that entrepreneurial path and and maybe even you know not even just entrepreneurial but specifically real estate
1: yeah. I wanted to, to be successful in my life. I mean, there's so many ways to measure success. It could be family, it could be financial, it could be anything. But for me, I, I grew, grew up dreaming to be a doctor and like, I wanted to help people and all that kind of stuff. And um, then I got into college and discovered that Ochem and, and labs weren't really my thing, but the business world was. And so I said, you know what, business is for me. Let me push into this. Let me do this. Uh, did what people told me to do. I got a job after college because I thought that was the right next step. And while I was at that job, although I had fun, I mean, I learned a lot. I was with Target Corporation and, and I actually enjoyed it. I just wasn't really being all of me. And I don't want to go too biblical on you, but there's a there's a biblical story that references when um, three people are given coins, talents, they call it in, in the in the good book. But when they're given these coins, they're supposed to invest them and take care of them. And two of them do that. Two of them go out and invest it and they double the money. One of them goes and buries it under a rock and some dirt. And then when the, the gentleman that gave the coins comes back around to say, hey, what did you do with the money? Tell me what my money has done for me while I was gone. Two of them came back and said, well, we doubled it. We doubled it. And then the third one said, well, I didn't want to lose it. So I buried it under a rock. And then the reply that the guy gives is just ear opening. And this applies to not only money, but our personal resources, our time, our talents that we have. And he's in the, the guy says, well, if I knew you were going to bury it under a rock, I would have never given it to you. I would have given it to these other guys who actually worked and made it produce. Therefore, for you, you're kicked out. You're out of the kingdom, man. And when, when you hear that and you understand the context of it, like that story is really a metaphor and it's talking about our lives. If we're not, if we're just going and burying our head in the sand or hiding under a rock and letting time pass by, we are definitely not doing what we were called to do. If we're going to do what we're called to do, we're supposed to step up. We're supposed to use the resources that we have, the talents that we have, the energy that we have, and the gifts that we have to really serve the world. So I wanted to serve the world. Of course, like everyone, I want to get paid to do that. I want to make money in an ethical way. And so I said, you know what, I, I can't stay in this corporate environment where. My growth, my growth is really—it's lateral, maybe linear—but I'm going to work really, really hard in an environment that's not really conducive to for me to serve the way that I want to serve. So I was searching for that entrepreneurial journey, and real estate stumbled into my path. Awesome, awesome. You know,
0: I—I I think a lot of people probably feel the same way. There's, I don't know. Sometimes we feel like there's security in a job, security in working for someone else, especially a big corporation. Um, as we're recording this, uh, we're right in the middle of this coronavirus pandemic, and so I think a lot of people are, are actually seeing that that's not necessarily the case, that um, you know there might not be as much security in there. So, yeah, and I love your analogy, and of course that's true whether in a pandemic or not, is that um, sometimes there's just a, a gnawing at you, right? It's just you you want to go do something else. And then the analogy of the talents. Wow, yeah, there's a lot more in a lot of people. And that's not to say that there's something wrong with working for someone or whatever. It really gets down to what you want to do and what's inside of you, right? Yeah. So uh, very, 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 very interesting. And, and so real estate, you said real estate just stumbled in into your path. Was there something that made you wanna go into that? Or you just thought, hey, here's a way to make money.
1: Let's do yeah. it. I, I was watching too much HGTV, and I saw <laughs> saw people buying and selling houses, so it, it, I caught the bug. Awesome.
0: <laughs> awesome. Okay. HGTV does it again. I should get them to promo this, right? Yeah, they um, should. <laughs> all right. So along the way, obviously, you start off in real estate. Now get, give us a rough timeline of when that was,
1: uh, yeah, what year t- 2007 is when I formed my first business and okay. I started going down the, the entrepreneurial path. Now, I paralleled, and this is right for some people, not right for others, but I paralleled the two. I, I started my entrepreneurial journey plus worked my job until I developed some traction over in the entrepreneurial world. Gotcha. And some people jump right in. I'm a fan of both. It all depends on where someone's at in their life. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay.
0: Very good. Well, obviously, like we said before, there can be a lot of uh, roadblocks that pop up when you're traveling down this entrepreneurial road and everything. Um, Is there anything, you you mentioned the big development, is there anything where you're like where where it just made you want to give up at at a certain point? You're just like, you know what? This isn't for me. Let me go back to a job.
1: Oh yeah. It's every time that you hear the word no, or you're rejected. And I'll talk about it specifically too, but every time that you hear those, they start to compound. Compound, And even for me, like when I first was doing this, I told my, my family, my parents, my mom, mom, Hey, I'm going to leave my corporate job to go do this real estate thing full-time. And my mom said, well, what about your benefits? What about your pension? What about the retirement, the 401k that targets matching for you right now? What about these? And what good parents and good people in our lives, our friends, our family, what they'll try to do sometimes is hold us back to protect us right. because they don't want to see us make a bad mistake. And for me, it was, I felt like I had shackles on like, no, I, I'm so excited. I want to go do this, but I heard those "no's," No, no, no. And especially when it's someone close to you, when they're saying those "no's," it makes you feel like you shouldn't do it. And um, I had to kind of break free from that negative vibe Um, I don't want to make it sound like it was detrimental, terrible, but I mean, it was still like, no, 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 no. And I kept hearing that over and over again. And I just had to learn that, um, you love family, but sometimes loving at a distance is okay. And you don't need to, you don't, if they've never taken the path that you want to take, sometimes it's better to look for someone that's taken the path that you want to take and get their advice. And so I've tried to stay on a positive path to avoid the word no, because there's enough no's that will happen naturally when you go into business. And, um, my wife is actually the queen of our house for positivity. She came from an environment where her, her dad was in the military and it was really rough, like kind of negative motivation, like do this or else. And she said, you know what, in our house, we're going to be different. And she started a gratitude tree on our wall. There's a big tree that, um, it's started with no leaves on it. We, we, it's a paper tree. And so every morning we cut out little green leaves and we write down what we're thankful for. And then we paste it to the tree. So then when we walk through the living room, all of us can see like, holy cow, we have so much to be thankful for and so much to be positive about. I mean, we have a roof over our head. We have food. We've never gone a day, even when we went through a rough time, we've never gone a day without food. Like some people in the world, that's a daily thing that they have to fight for. And we just have to be thankful. And so that's what's helped me get over that negative stuff that's happened in life.
0: Wow, that's that's awesome, especially um, hearing what her background was, you know, to be able to make that much of a change. It seems like from generation to generation, people can make incremental changes, but that sounds like a pretty pretty big change. You Huge. Know? And then to bring that into your family, that's awesome. That's amazing. She's a blessing. I, I'll bet yeah. so. That's very good. Very good. All right. So, um... Along the way, obviously, you uh, start with real estate. You probably you had your big project. Um, I know that you also do a lot of uh, houses and, and probably duplexes, apartments, things like that. Um, give us an idea of how you have kind of ventured out a little bit from just maybe your original uh, idea of your business and real estate investing and how it's maybe brought in you know, it's, it's broadened and how you've done other things along the way. Yeah, Other opportunities, I guess, that have been presented.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So what's important in being an entrepreneur is something called leadership. And it's not what you might think. It's not like military where you jump up in front of people and tell them what to do. It's nothing about that at all. It's more of a servant leadership. And for, for us, for our house, for our business, we have a lot of really good people that we work with. We've got a ro- lot of really good clients and they share things. And uh, I've always been in the habit of listening to feedback because I feel feedback is a gift. If someone's willing to be courageous enough to stop and tell you that something should change or that maybe you could add something that would make it better, I just, I listen. So in my journey, I went from literally, I was a real estate agent. I was a licensed general contractor, like all because clients said, Hey, Nate, can you help with this? Can you help with this? We trust you. We like you. Can you help? And then I got into the whole like buying, fixing, and selling. Then I got into wholesaling, and then years later, I started a property management company, and it just kind of evolved. Okay. Now today, what I'm all about is we're literally we're we're replacing a lot of what college used to be. Uh, we've re- I have a goal. It's a pretty big, audacious goal, but I want to replace the need to go to college. I I don't believe in that institution as much as I used to. I'm a college grad, and and. I came out of school racked up forty plus thousand dollars in debt, and that was after all my scholarships and stuff that paid for a good chunk of it. And then I spent the next five years of my life slaving away to pay off that extra forty grand in debt. And I just don't think that that's the right model. I never once used my college <laughs> in my job; just never happened. And the majority of the friends that I talk to, they don't use their college degree either. And unless you're going to be like a medical professional or a, a dentist, then the idea of college isn't right for everybody. So for me, I want to be able to give folks that want to enter the real estate spaces, meaning like real estate investor, realtor, contractor, etc. I want to give them an advantage with leads, generating leads, marketing, sales, all the stuff that I wish I would have learned in college. I wish someone would have taken me aside and said, "Hey, you know what? This is what's important in a business. You gotta be able to put yourself out there. You gotta be able to actually close deals with them and shake hands and make make projects happen." So I want to do that. So um, that's the evolution of how I ended up where I'm at. Like I really want to help people on a, on a bigger scale and replace that need for college. That's, that's awesome. You know,
0: I, that just makes me uh, remember a conversation I had with a family member uh, a couple of years ago and uh, they were really, really emphasizing the need to go to college and I'm a college graduate as well. And I went into debt for it and all that, just like you described. And, um, and I'm, and I'm, you know, I'm, I'm torn because I'm the very first person in my entire family to get a college degree. And so there's a certain amount of, you know, maybe pride or whatever you want to call it um, accomplishment at the same time. My view has definitely changed on that as well, because, you know, I'm a huge believer in education, huge believer in education, but not necessarily the university system. You know, again, like you said, Uh, doctors lawyers whatever you have to have for that specialized knowledge maybe the university system is best maybe a trade school's best or something else Um, but uh, yeah I I'm very much in in alignment with what you're saying there so very good thank you for sharing that okay so what does the future hold for you
1: so um, a couple of things right now, you, you dated us a little bit saying we're in the middle of this kind of pandemic that we're in. And that's consequently why I haven't been able to cut my hair in forever. So I have to wear hats every day. I'm forced to. But but um, in the middle of this, what's next right now is that really us as business, as business leaders and as fellow entrepreneurs, we have to step up. We have to lead. We have to carry a, a courageous attitude everywhere we go because there's people that need it you'd never know when there's someone looking up to you. One of my clients, he's a guy that's, uh, when I first started working with him, he had done four deals an entire calendar year. And now he's moved it to the point where he's doing about four deals per month, almost one every single week. And Amazing. and and sometimes he comes to me, he's like, Nate, like, I, I, I don't think I'm really good at this. I'm not getting it. And, and I'm like, dude, look at this post. There's a post inside of our members area where he posted that he just got a deal. And then there's this other guy who he's looked up to. And he said, <clears throat> the, the other guy said, John, thank you so much for all of your posts. This is what's inspired me to get into real estate. This is why I'm here today. And like, then I went back to John and I'm like, John, look at this, man. People are looking up to you. Like you you never know who's looking up to you that needs that bit of inspiration. I, I watched my neighbor out outside, like, cause you know, we're all like people watching out the window right now. You, you got extra time on your hands. You're stuck at home. And I'm either going to watch the squirrels or I'm going to watch the people. And the first couple of days of the whole thing, I watched my neighbor who's a pilot or maybe was a pilot. And he was literally pacing up and down the sidewalk. And he's got a little six-year-old girl and she's looking at it, up at him and she wants to play. But he's literally staring off into abyss, like doesn't know what to do. And then by day four, he's standing outside with a, a big koozie on a can and walking up and down the sidewalk. And I'm just like, no, no, no. Like it's not the time just to zone out. Like literally, my wife and I canceled Netflix. We got rid of it. Said, you know what? There's more to life than than trying to veg out and disappear. uh uh-uh. And instead, we're pushing forward. We're creating as much content as we can to help other people. We're we're digging our heels in deep in our business. Our real estate business has never been busier because there's so many people that need help right now. Now is just the time to step up and lead.
0: That's awesome. That's awesome. And I agree with you right now. uh, There is so much going on out there. It's, it's kind of a sad story uh, about him, but you know, we all have a choice, right. And, um, and maybe, you know, maybe something will happen where he can decide to, to do things a little differently, but uh, yeah. So, well, what are your goals? You know, like you said, we're, we're in the middle of this right now, but it won't always be this way. And so, What are maybe your short-term goals for your business? Um, And what are you looking at, you know, in the three to five-year
1: mark? Yeah, uh, in the last six weeks alone, we've taken on four new team members. So while every other business, the general mainstream businesses are contracting, we're growing. And um, so I'm in the middle of uh, sourcing top talent And it's a really, really good time. Anyone that's getting an entrepreneurship right now, like when you go through a cycle like this, the best time to find the talented people is when there's a shakeup. And I don't wish a shakeup on anybody, but since there is one, I'm not gonna sit around and be lazy. I'm gonna work hard. And so right now we're getting a lot of talented people. Like one of the guys I think that we would have never gotten if his last company didn't have a shakeup. Just would have never happened. He'd been there for eight years. Number one guy on the team, like, all of a sudden now he's joining our team. And so I'm excited, like now we're getting these talented people. So it's raising the bar inside of our entire program. So short term, I'm, I'm looking for top talent. Um, long term, after I place all these people in these top positions, uh, long term, what I want to do is I, I, I want to replace the college system. Completely, Mike, there is a need for some people to go to college, but anyone that wants to go down a different path that really wants to jump right into business, and you want to get your MBA, so to speak, really fast and get actual business experience, then I want to be I want to be known for that. And I remember when I went to college, my favorite class of all the classes and the only professor that I still speak with today, this guy's name is Paul Marsnick. The reason that I know him so well and I admired him so much is that he ran a real business before he became a professor. And so when his examples came out during class, like he would talk about stuff and the economics of stuff... He could speak with real life experience and all of the other professors that I had, I'm sure that they were good, but I, I, I don't remember anything from them or barely anything from them because they couldn't give real life stuff. It was theory. It was theory. textbook. And then you get someone that's actually in the trenches like that's valuable. And I want that kind of system created for the folks that the lives that I get to touch.
0: Well, uh, sounds to me like you need to set your goals a little higher. I don't know if you're aiming high enough to, you know, just replace the university system. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. That's really, really cool. And uh, yeah, I appreciate you sharing that with me. Um, all right. As we take our last uh, few minutes here and everything, um, we want to hear in just a second, we're going to uh, give you a chance to let people know how they can connect with you and everything. Um, Before we get to that, do you have maybe one or two action steps that if somebody is wanting to get into business for themselves, maybe real estate, but maybe something else, do you have one or two action steps that you would encourage them to take?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, And so I don't forget, I I will give you that website now for the the gift that we're giving everyone. We're giving everyone a two-step funnel. So if you are getting online and you want to generate some leads, it's really important that you've got the right online funnel for it. We're giving away ours, what we actually use in our business right now that brings us 20 plus clients per day coming and knocking on our door. So it's at blueprint.com slash moneycreators. And it's really important to use the slash moneycreators because that's going to trigger us to send you that free gift. So blueprint.com slash moneycreators. Now, for action steps, I want to make this bold position, okay? Dream killers have no place in your destiny's future. Dream killers have no place in your destiny's future. So it's your job, if you really want to dream big and go after it, you're safe to share in an environment that like Chris has created here inside of Money Creators. You can share all day long because the people here have similar aspirations and the leader of the group, a great man, Chris, has an aspiration. So you can share here, but if you go out into the public and start saying this stuff, like I'm going to create this, you're expect to have dream killers. They're going to pop up. So my action step for you is this, get yourself plugged into the right community. Now, unplug from the people that are your dream killers. If you're here and no and you're crazy and you're nuts, you're probably onto something, but you're not in the right environment. You got to go plug into the right environment. And I love
0: that. That's really great, and and so very true. You've really got to guard your mind, your thoughts, from, like you said earlier in the podcast, even well-meaning people. And so that's awesome. And I would echo what he said about money creators. If you are looking to uh, go into real estate, you know, and, and want to know how to do it the right way, so that you can have as as great of an advantage. Uh, on your side, as possible, then definitely check out what Nate has put together, and I'll make sure that that link that he shared is in the show notes so that you can uh, follow him and take advantage of those special gifts and everything. So that's great, Nate. Thank you so very much for joining us here on our maiden podcast here at Money Creators. Um, really looking forward to seeing what you do in the future and following you. And, uh, is there any parting advice you want to give us before we sign off here?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Go get plugged in now. Go plug into the right people. Don't forget that. Okay, guys. I, I appreciate you and Chris, I appreciate you, man. I appreciate everything. Let's let's talk again soon. Sounds really good. Nate
0: really appreciate you. And for everybody that's listening, I uh, just want you to remember if you can think it and you can believe it, then you can go out and create it. Thanks a lot, guys. We'll see you on the next episode. Thanks again, Nate.
1: Definitely. Thanks, Chris.
0: That's it for now. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss the next Earth Shattering episode. Till next time, this is Chris Strickland.